Hello, everyone. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. I'm Pastor Monty. This is Pastor Don, and we are so delighted to have you with us once again today to our Abundant Life Family Church online service. Praise God. We believe that today we're going to get into some things that are going to bless you in every way and help your faith grow and walk in the fullness of the things that God's got for you in these last days. Mm -hmm. Couple of things before we get right into the precious word of God. First of all, we want to say a big thank you to your for your continued faithful support. Church family and friends, you're such a great blessing and we want to thank you so much for that. It helps us to do what we do. We mm -hmm. uh I'll tell you what, we're getting the gospel out and we're endeavoring to reach more and more people. And we're going to do that till Jesus come. Mm -hmm. And uh, even as the Lord said in his precious word to occupy until he comes, praise the Lord. So we want to thank you for all your help in that. And also, too, we want to tell any of you that are in the Portland metro area that don't have a great home church, we welcome you to come and be a part of Abundant Life Family Church. Come down to Tualatin. We meet at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tuesday night, we have an online study. But come and be a part. Uh, because God's doing great things. Miracles are happening. People are getting healed and uh, we're getting the gospel out. So come yeah. and be blessed and refreshed by the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. So yeah. uh, let's get right into the word of God. Hopefully you got your Bibles with you. And if you don't, please get them uh, because we want to get right into the precious written word of God. Father, we do thank you today once again for this precious time together. You, and Lord, we ask you to open the eyes of our understanding. Mm -hmm. Help us, Father God, as we look into the perfect law of liberty, your precious word. And Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit opening the eyes of our understanding, yes. filling us with fresh light, illumination, bringing things to our remembrance, and helping us, Father God, to move to a higher level in the faith life. Mm -hmm. And Father God, we'll give you all thanks, glory, and praise for every need met today, once again, mm -hmm. in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, if you have your Bibles, please uh, open them up to 1 John. 1 John. And I want to look at a scripture. We looked at this last week. We've been looking about the story of God's forgiveness. And this is actually a story of God's great love for humanity. And the scripture has so much to say about faith and love. And we're looking at love, particularly, we've just had, you know, Valentine's Day and uh, everybody's thinking about love and hearts and candy and all these things. It passed a few weeks ago, but these things that we're looking at are so important because as a Christian, as a person in the faith life, your faith is not going to outpace your love. And love and faith go together. That's right. The Bible talks about the word charity, particularly, which we're going to look at here in just a few moments. But charity means love and action. Mm -hmm. It means love and action. It means how do I act and how do I behave and how do I express love uh, to specifically uh, of brothers and sisters around us and the world for that matter, too. We know that first uh, John, uh, the Gospel of John, chapter three, verse 16 very familiar passage of scripture that the Lord Jesus uh, said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe on him mm -hmm. or in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. And that That's is right. the most important question that any person ever needs to answer on the face of the earth. 
because one day we're going to stand before Almighty God, the Creator, and uh, we're going to have to give an account mm -hmm. for what we did with His Son. That's did right. we receive Him or did we shun Him? Did we re reject Him? And there's a real heaven to gain and a real hell to shun. And if you're out there today, we're going to give you an opportunity once again to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior because that is the most important thing that you can do for yourself right. <laughs> on this side of heaven, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's go and look here at 1 John chapter 7. 1 John, uh, excuse me, uh, 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, okay? Let's add the chapter 4 in there, all right? <laughs> but uh, we got into some of these things last week, but let's go further this week because this is such an important subject. It says in 1 John 4, verse 7, it says, Beloved, now he's writing to believers, mind you. Mm -hmm. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God. Everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not is not of God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Mm -hmm. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. So you see there that we're to reflect the love that God gave for us. Mm -hmm. And it was in that love that God gave us forgiveness. And again, the reason why love is so important, to some it seems like, well, I already know that. I've heard that for so long. But we have to remember, uh, as faith people, as people who believe God and believe in the spirit of faith, yeah. our faith is not going to outpace our love walk. That's and right. Jesus, again, and I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but he's not going to be able to answer our prayers if we have an air of unforgiveness about mm -hmm. us. So people that harbor unforgiveness, nurse grudges, hold animosity, and try to you know, think that they're doing themselves a favor because they feel better by holding resentment, mm -hmm. however that could possibly be, what it does is it causes them great harm. Mm -hmm. And so many times the person that they think that they're holding something against doesn't even know they're doing it. So we have to remember, according to the scriptures, that faith works by love. Faith works by love. It says that in the book of Galatians. Mm -hmm. So faith and love go hand in hand. That's why it's so important. Yes. Now, we just as we read there in the scriptures that God is love, and everyone that loveth is born of God. And when you came into the kingdom of God, you had love put inside of you. That is inside of your spirit. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Glory to God. And all things have become new. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. So we, had, we received a new nature. And that new nature is the nature that came from our Father God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And now in that new nature, we have a new way of loving. It's That's not right. by the old fleshly nature, mm 
by the old nature that's long gone now because we're new on the inside. No, we didn't get a new body or a new mind, but we got a new spirit, the real man, the real you. And so now, according to Romans chapter five, it says the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost because that's on the inside of us now. So we have a new capacity to be able to love people. That's right. And not only a new capacity, honey, but we've got a new desire to do that. Because if we're really in touch with the inward man, with our spirit, the real us, then we're going to be in touch with God because God lives there. Mm -hmm. And God, not he doesn't just have love. He is love. Well, And, the, and, he, yes. and because he is love, he emulates love. Yes. Well, how powerful is love when you when you look here in the scriptures and you know in First John chapter four it does talk about how you know there's no fear in love and what are we seeing perpetually on the increase on the rise it seems the world's always trying to generate more fear that's what how the devil operates he exactly. operates in the realm mm -hmm. of fear because he himself is afraid uh, I personally have not gone to hell I have not you know I have not been allowed to travel there as some believers have been just to get a glimpse or some people have come back from the dead. The Lord's allowed them because they, mm -hmm. their time wasn't here on, you know, finished here on earth. And they encountered just this unfathomable fear mm -hmm. that penetrated them. They felt so alone. Everything yeah. you could possibly imagine, just magnify that, multiply it. And, uh, but you know, you look here in the scriptures in first John chapter four, verse 18, it says that there is no fear in love, but perfect love. God is perfect. His love casteth out all fear because fear hath torment. And he that feareth is not made perfect in love. That means made mature. But we love him because he first loved us. And you exactly. see that continually throughout the scriptures. We love because he first loved us. Yes. We can give because he first gave to us. Yes. And gave us his, the most you know precious gift of all, which was his son. Yes. But the Bible also says that the world will know us by our love. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really, yes, we need to have faith, faith that moves mountains. You know, we can have a, the size of a mustard seed the Bible talks about. And faith is very important because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Right. But faith is moved by love. Faith mm -hmm. worketh by love. And so if you think about what's the most important thing in a sense mm -hmm. that the world's going to know us by our love. Yeah. They're not going to really know us by our faith. Oh, yeah, you have faith or yes, you have peace. You have peace that. I don't have, what do you have that I don't have? And that we can introduce Jesus to them. But the first thing they're going to see is that love and action. Yes. Charity is love and action towards our brethren, towards our sisters yes. in Christ. And that's, you know, that's why there's charities. That's why, you know, that's, that's where why they people got the contribute. Name. That's where they got the name from. Right. Very powerful. Yeah. So charity is, is love and action. It's love and action, particularly as you'll see in the Bible, and we'll see this in just a moment, 1 Corinthians, that it's love and action towards your brothers and sisters. Now, with that in mind, look at the last two verses there of chapter 4, verse, uh, 1 John chapter 4. Verse 20, it says, If any man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, mm -hmm. he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Right? That's right. And this commandment we have from him that he who loveth God love his brother also. Mm -hmm. Now we could go on. He says some other things about love, 
and about faith, about faith that overcomes the world, uh, the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. But again, faith works by love. So yes. faith, our faith is not going to outpace our love walk. Mm -hmm. So that makes love supremely important about how we interact with people, how you interact with your neighbors, how you interact with your coworkers, mm -hmm. uh, with people in your church family, That's right. uh, with, 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 with your own personal natural family. All of those things are, are so important. And uh, praise God, it's something that we need to always keep our sword sharp with. If you, you talk about keeping your, mm -hmm. your, your sword, we take the two-edged sword, the word of God, we need to always make sure that our love walk is intact. That's right. And we're going to talk about the characteristics of love here. But if you don't love, you can't say that you love God if you don't love your brother. That's right. Well, it's love in action. It is. So it's easy to say, you know, it's kind of, you know, they say, well, the person that sits there and, you know, watches football and they're calling all the shots from their, from their chair. <laughs> yeah, armchair quarterback. Armchair quarterback. Well, we got to be careful. We don't do the same thing with our faith and our love. Our love walk. It's so easy to say, well, I, I love them in word. I, I believe in God and I release my faith in word, but God wants us to do it indeed. Mm -hmm. He wants us to be doers Express of the word. It. Express it. It's in action. And you know, that's what that's what that's what really honors the Lord, but that's how people are able to uh, to view our lives is by what we do. Exactly. That's how they see Jesus. That's how it 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 radiates from our life. That's right. Because when you do things for people, when they don't, uh, they don't expect it mm -hmm. or because they don't think they deserve it or whatever the issue may be, it is impressionable. Oh, They're yes. seeing, you're seeing love in action. See, when God said he loved the world, he did something about it. Mm -hmm. And what did he do? He got the world, he got humanity out of their great dilemma that they were in, which was hell bound because their relationship had been broken because of sin. Mm -hmm. And Jesus legally brought man back into the place where they could come into the family of God right. by being born again. So praise God for that. Now, there's characteristics of this love because love expresses itself. Just, honey, as you said here a moment ago, I want you to turn uh, with us to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. These characteristics of love are so important. Love forgives. And we touched on this the last few weeks. Love forgives. Love does not hold grudges, right. as we, we mentioned here a few moments ago. Mm -hmm. And so check it. Are you holding grudges? Are you holding things against people and still claim, I'm walking in the Spirit. I'm walking close with God. Well, to walk in the Spirit is to walk in love. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that the fruit of the Spirit is, if you look in Galatians 5, the first thing mentioned there is love. <laughs> so, so you can't walk close with God and walk in pride and unforgiveness. That's right. Because they don't go hand in hand. And one thing that the world hates to see is a Christian who is prideful, egotistical, and like... I'm better than you. Yes. That is so distasteful to the world. And do you know how, do you notice how the world's even harder on, on Christians that, well, they call themselves a believer, a Christian, and uh, they don't act like it. They, yeah. they expect, there's an expectancy even from the world for a believer to act like a believer. 
Yes. And for a Christian to be Christ-like and show, show forth the love and and exactly. uh, the patience of God. And you said, well, that's not fair. Well, you know what? You know, that's that's the best way to live is, yep. is to be Christ-like in, in all of our actions and our doings. It's like the bumper sticker. Maybe you've seen this before. But uh, uh, it said, I would have become a Christian if I would have never met one. Yeah. Besides being a bumper sticker. And it's it's a saying that uh, people have have said, and you might have heard that before, but Christians can do things, and we've all missed it, so don't don't feel condemned about that, but know and recognize that when you name yourself as a Christian, and your neighbors, your co-workers, and other people know that, mm -hmm. be careful that you hold yourself to a higher standard uh, than, than just the normal person, mm -hmm. because they're looking into your life, and sometimes people look for a long, long time before they buy into the fact that, you know what? These people are genuine. That's right. These people are who they say they are. Mm -hmm. It's uh, My dad used to have a saying. He said, uh, son, he said, you can uh, easily tell the character of someone by the way they treat someone who can do nothing mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. By the way, they treat someone who can do nothing for them. Now, think That's about right. that. That's right. How do we treat people who can do nothing for us? Because people that can do nothing for us, the, the world's way in doing that mm -hmm. is stepping on them, not caring, having a careless attitude towards that. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said, Beings, when you do something to the least of these, my brethren, mm -hmm. you've done it unto me. Yes. And so the Lord takes personally how we treat his children yes and how yes. we treat others yes amen. so don't think for a minute that he doesn't that's right well and one step out of love is sin yes you know the bible says anything that's not of faith is sin but again faith worketh by love so we keep in mind all these different things mm -hmm. it really helps us it's a ruler for us to live by it's really our guide our guideline you know mm -hmm. how to keep our heart right to keep our love walk right because I want my faith to work for me to the to the best degree possible. Yes. And I want to keep anything that's not of love or not of faith out of my life. And mm -hmm. the Lord, you know, he gives us some beautiful verses right before you read that, honey, there in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I want to share this really quick here in Matthew 5. Uh, again, what Jesus is saying here in verse, starting with verse 43. Again, Jesus is talking and giving us some guidelines once again as we're talking about these things. These are... Uh, best ways to evaluate our life mm -hmm. and to make our corrections. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible's there to correct us and get us right back in line. When your car's out of alignment, you got to go get it fixed. Yeah. You got to get it balanced. Yep. So it's not, you know, those driving tires the out early. That's right. Or you that's right. pull over to the right or yeah. pull over to the left. It can cause an you accident. get alignment. That's a, that's a really great illustration. So there, verse 43, <clears throat> Jesus again is talking. He said, ye have heard that, um, it, that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, again, we're not doing it the world's way. We're doing it God's way. Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. So again, these are guidelines that God is, Jesus has given us from the heart of the Father to keep our love protected, yes. to keep our faith protected. And that's what it's all about. You have faith. And you have love when you've accepted Jesus. So we got to, we, we get to, we have the ability to do it God's way and to do it higher than the world's way. 
Mm-hmm. His thoughts are not the world's thoughts. God's thoughts exactly. and his ways are not man's ways. Mm-hmm. And so when we do it God's way, we get God's results. That's right. And that's why the devil fights you so <clears throat> hard is to get you out of love. Exactly, because you your prayers don't work. Yes. Your, your prayers will be hindered. Mm-hmm. Just like the Lord Jesus said there in Mark 11, 25 and 26. When we, when we stand praying, forgive. If we have aught against any, aught against any, aught, yes. little, medium-sized, big, it doesn't matter where it is on That's the scale. Exactly right. If you have aught against any, mm-hmm. forgive them. In other words, let it go. Because bitterness will destroy your physical health. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see sometimes right. faith people, not all, every time, but sometimes you see them struggling for their health is because their love walk is in shambles. Mm-hmm. Because they they hold grudges, they feel like everybody owes them something, that everybody's done them wrong. And we, we can't go through life. Even all of us have had things done bad to us, mm-hmm. but what we, we can't go around with a chip on our shoulders That's right. because if we do, it's always somebody else's fault. Well, here's the thing is we, we've all been done wrong. I've been done wrong. You've been done wrong. Mm-hmm. You've been done wrong many times in your life. And it doesn't matter who did it or what did it, but what matters is what we do. Yes. It doesn't matter what's happened. It does. It, what matters is what we do afterwards. Mm-hmm. And what God, we do yes. afterwards. And God will hold us responsible if we respond incorrectly. Yes. You, so, you, again, honey, like you just said, you, you're not, you know, people, we can't control what people do to us. Yes. But we can control. We can control how we react. How with, we respond. With the help of the Lord. How we respond. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. So really, you know, allow the Lord to fine tune you. Yes. Amen. When you're quickened on the inside of you mm-hmm. and, and as a born again Christian, you're going to have that quickening going on the inside of you. Just take one step out of love. The more fine-tuned, see, the closer you walk with God, uh, the more you're going to see the manifestations of the Spirit. Uh, so many Christians are, are are so, you know, they're like, I want to see the power of God. Well, you know, love is the greatest force. It's the greatest healing force that's in this world. And I don't like calling it a force, but love is a force. Just like faith is a force, uh, your faith and love work together. And God, because that's who he is, mm-hmm. he is love. And now he's on the inside of us. Yeah. We allow that to, to encapture people around us by doing good things to them that they didn't expect. You, you talk about winning people over to you that you're in relationships with, mm-hmm. people that you've been struggling with. Do something good for them. Yeah, do so something nice. Yes. Do something extraordinary. Do something that mm-hmm. causes you maybe some money, some time. Do something. Mm-hmm. Just do it. You say, well, do I have to have a word from the Lord? Yeah, we've got a word from the Lord, the Bible. <laughs> do good to them that have treated you and despitefully used you and persecuted you and do you wrong, done you wrong. Mm-hmm. Do good to them, the yes. Bible says. Yes. And see what God will do. It's the heart of It'll, the Lord. Boy, that's just like a, a, a force field all yeah. around yeah. you that protects you, mm-hmm. protects your faith life. Uh, protects your walk with God. That's the most important thing is because when when we're in that cocoon of his love and we allow that to envelop our life yes. and be resident there, the Lord's there. Yeah. And because you know, that's who yes, he is. Yes, yes. And you think about, Glory to God. You think about Jesus. You think Hallelujah. about Stephen. Jesus was crucified on the cross and he told the Lord, he told his father God, 
you know, uh, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Yes. Forgive them. And remember what Stephen said is he was being stoned late. He was praying to, to his father, God, yes. to our father, God, lay not the sin to their charge. And I Jesus, mean, the Bible says, was standing in heaven, yes. looking down on that. He that was got Jesus' attention. Yes. That's why this is so, you know, I asked uh, myself you, the you question. Keep your heart that, I mean, <laughs> keep your heart right. You're being killed. Right. For Jesus. You yeah, know? martyred. You are being martyred. <laughs> and that's the last thing you're saying. Yes. Wow. And, and you think about that with, could I do that? I asked myself the question. I'd like to I believe I'd so. do that. I pray. I'd like to believe saying. I'd do that. With the help of the Lord, I know I can. But in and of myself, that's I couldn't powerful. do that. Because I'd be just, you know, upset just like you would. <laughs> <laughs> but praise God, we can do all things through Christ. Grace there is, them. there is. But let's look Keeping here at First Corinthians. Right. Wow. Let's look at First Corinthians thirteen. Slide over there in your Bibles, and uh, let's look here at verse one. It says, "Though now, mind you, let's set the stage here for a few minutes. We'll get into this a little bit today, and then pick up with the help of the Lord next time. But if you look at First Corinthians twelve, spirit-filled believers were very well." familiar, most of them anyway, with 1 Corinthians 12, all the manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, the gift of faith, working of miracles, gifts of healings, diverse tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy, all nine of those manifestations. And you can see them, how they're set in the body and such, and spirit-filled believers, we're all in on that, right? Yes. Well, and then you go to chapter 14, you have another brought brought forth another teaching brought forth by the apostle paul that uh, talks about prophecy and tongues and interpretation and further light on those uh, particularly the vocal gifts in 1 Corinthians 14 but right in the middle of that is chapter 13 and chapter 13 is known by most christians as the great love chapter mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting how God, he, he, he sandwiched the manifestations of the spirit in between the, the, the meat of the matter or the middle of the matter is love, yes. charity, <laughs> which the Bible uses the word charity, hint, love and action. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. So let's start here. First <laughs> Corinthians 13. It says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass, or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, and we know we're faith people, right? Mm -hmm. So he's talking to us. We're spirit-filled, right? That's right. Talking about tongues of men and angels and prophecy and great faith. And then he goes on to say, if I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. Yeah. I'm nothing. That's yes. a huge statement. It sure is. And then in verse three, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. It profiteth me nothing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So you can have all the money in the world and you can... You can have all the manifestations of the Spirit. You can have the greatest faith that will move any big mountain, the largest mm -hmm. in the world. But if you don't have charity, 
it is nothing. It profits nothing. Right. We are nothing. Mm -hmm. And God does not exaggerate. Then in verse four, he tells us exactly what charity does, which is love and action. So let's get in this before we run out of time here and look at verse four. It says, charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly, <clears throat> seeketh not her own, mm -hmm. is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, yes. beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, <clears throat> endureth all things. Charity never faileth, mm -hmm. but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. Done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish mm -hmm. things. Right. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall, I know, even also I am known, even as also I am known. Mm -hmm. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Amen. Now let's back up here. Look at this here. Let's look at verse four. It says here, charity suffereth long and is kind. This is the biblical definition of this type of love that should be in action in our lives towards our brethren and even towards those that are in the world and are unsaved. Mm -hmm. But particularly, he's talking about believers interacting with believers. And so many times you see believers very easily get uh, jealous of one another, envious of one another. Uh, they get offended with easily one another. Offended. And you have to understand something. Uh, in the body of Christ, in the local church. Now remember, Paul's writing to the church at Corinth here by introduction of the Holy Ghost. And he's writing to, if you go back uh, to the beginning part of 1 Corinthians, he's talking about they were a young church. They were young spiritually. They had all the manifestations of the Spirit. He told them earlier on, he said, you come behind in no good gift or no gift. They had all the manifestations, but yet they were short-sighted and coming up short because they really did not understand the love of God, mm -hmm. love and action towards one another. Mm -hmm. And, he, and, he, and he, if you go back to chapter three, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> you can see very clearly where in verse one, he said, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. So they were, they were in the babyhood stage. Yes. And they didn't, they didn't realize it. They thought they were all this and all that. And see, that's what pride will do. Pride will cause you to think that you're somebody. Mm -hmm. And you get into this egotistical type of attitude. Yes. And that's, that is absolutely how the devil destroys well, many a good Christian people's lives. Yeah, well, and, yes, honey. Well, you think about we're not supposed to think of ourselves more highly than we ought. And man's way can look at the natural and say, boy, that person's so anointed. Think about, you know, that person's so anointed, but 
maybe maybe their um maybe their personality is such where they're not very kind or they're not loving they're not patient mm-hmm. and and I'm talking about perpetually you know there's times right. that we can all miss it we can exactly. all have those moments but I'm talking about a lifestyle of where you know the anointing does not excuse excess excess or the character issues mm-hmm. that's something that's what Paul's addressing here hey you can mm-hmm. have all these gifts you can have all these manifestations but where's your love mm-hmm. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's time to grow up. Right. And, and this Challenging is... Challenging us to grow up. And who does the devil target? He targets Christians that really do have the heart for God, do want to do the right thing, but how does he start sidetracking them? Getting some out of, gets them out of their love walk. Mm-hmm. Now, if you read on there, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, he said, I fed you with milk and not with meat. He's talking spiritually now. Mm-hmm. From the very simplicity, simplistic things, to the very more heavy things, right? Yes. For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. So he was telling them, you you haven't been, but you still aren't ready, right? Mm -hmm. And then look what he goes on to say, verse 3. He says, for ye are yet carnal, sensual, or sense-ruled. That's what the word carnal means. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? Or that mm-hmm. says unregenerate men. That's what, mm-hmm. talking about walking like the world. See, yes. our walk should be totally different than the world's. Amen. And see, when the church, when when people from the outside looking in to see, do they buy in to our Christian experience? No, because, How do they see us? Well, because you know, just as you know, the phrase says, says, talk is cheap. It is. But we got to walk the talk and not just. Just talk the talk. We have to walk the walk because exactly. again, people they don't want to hear what you're saying. They want to they want to see what you're doing. Yep. And that's the greatest display of where we're at spiritually is what what are we doing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, yes, out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaketh. But people are going to watch your actions. Your actions speak louder than words. Yes. And that's why you, you know well you say well that's really difficult to keep our bodies in check. But God's made it reasonable for us to yes. to do that to think right. You look at Romans twelve, thinking right, thinking the way in line with the way God wants us to think. I want to think more like God thinks about things because I'll react better and I'll react appropriately. I'll react in love. I'll react in faith. And you know you think about you think about taking a test. You know, students of the word, we got, we take tests and if we pass the test, then usually you don't have to take the same one again. And you get promoted and you get promoted, but that's what, that's the way we can view it. This is school for us down here on earth. We want to take as many people to heaven with us as possible, but we're also students of the word. We're Mm -hmm. students of this life and we want to learn. I don't want to keep taking the same test over and over because I keep flubbing it. I'm not prepared or I'm not, you know, Studying to show myself approved. I want to study and see what do the scriptures say about this topic? How can I improve? How can I get better? Holy Ghost, help me. Mm-hmm. Lord, show yeah. me. Guide me. Lead me. I want to. I don't want to keep doing the same things over and over, not getting good results. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's why a lot of times our faith is hindered because we we're not we don't keep our love walk in check. We're not passing the test. Yes, and we, we, we have, have to, to pass be careful. Tests. Yes, and, yes. And sometimes Evaluate. look at it. Yes, and and sometimes you, you look at it when when you have the temptation to get mad and offended and get envy, strife, and divisions. See, that's the tool of the devil. Mm-hmm. And and remember, the devil's mo is to divide and conquer. Yes. 
the devil, it, the scripture tells us in James that the devil is the one who brings strife, mm -hmm. right? Strife is the manifest presence of the devil, right? Mm -hmm. And where envying and strife is, there's confusion and every evil work. That's right. And so as a Christian, you don't want to hang out with people who are causing strife. Right. And we, you don't, don't, have, we to... don't have to yield to it either. Exactly. That's the whole that's the whole thing. Is we're built up in the word of God, we could stand against those things and not yield to them. Exactly. And and we have to guard our love walk. And this is all part of it. But here in closing, first Corinthians three, Paul had already said this to them when he's talking about first Corinthians thirteen about charity. And we're going to look at this next time. But I plant this seed as, yeah. as we um, leave off today that he was telling that church that they're carnal, see? And so for God to trust us, he has to trust us not only by us trusting him, but can he trust us in our love walk? Mm -hmm. Can he trust us to do the right thing even when it feels wrong? Even when it feels like I have no reason to forgive them, I have no reason to walk in love, well, let's do it God's way. What do you say? Yes. Let's do it God's way and keep moving closer to the Lord and getting stronger in faith and being able to believe God for bigger and greater things in these last days, and particularly for the harvest that's yet to come in. Yes. Now, you might be out there today and you say, uh, pastors, I have never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Well, we've got good news for you that whosoever will that comes to the Lord can be saved. Mm -hmm. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. And if you're out there today and you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior, not just Jesus was a good man that lived one time many years ago, but you receive him. Mm -hmm. You receive him as your personal savior. Jesus went to the cross. He paid the price for all of humanity, That's right. but all of humanity must accept him on a personal level and receive him to receive his forgiveness. And so if you're out there today and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal savior, we invite you to do that today. It's the first step into the future that God has planned for you. Amen. And if you're out there today, perhaps you're driving and listening, or perhaps uh, you're in a, not in a place where you can get down on your knees but if you want to accept Jesus, we encourage people to get down on your knees because that shows surrender and submission. Mm -hmm. And pray this simple prayer with us. Mm -hmm. Now, let me say this. We'll pray in a moment. But just saying words does not do anything. You can right. repeat after me and do all that. That doesn't mean you're going to be born again because you have to believe these things in your heart. Yes. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth mm -hmm. the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart, that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. Amen. Romans 10, 9 and 10. That's All right. right. So if you're out there today, maybe you're in a backslidden condition, but get right with the Lord today. Because when you get born again, you get a new nature. Your past is past. You're forgiven. You come into the greatest family yes. there's ever been. Yes. You come into the family of God. Yes. And heaven one day will be your home. That's right. But in doing trust. this. Yeah. Put your trust on the Lord 100% then. Yes. After that. Exactly. And when you receive Jesus, it's just the starting point. Mm -hmm. So if you're just like, I want to, I'll pray right now, but it's only because I just want to get past this and know I'm going to heaven and I want to continue to do my own life. 
That's not being born again. It's living differently. You will live differently. Mm -hmm. You'll live differently if you when you get born again. Yes. Because you pass from death unto life spiritually. Mm -hmm. So why don't you bow your head right now and let's pray Jesus. this. Say this after me, and again, let your heart agree with it. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I ask you. And I ask you. To forgive me of my sin. To forgive me of my sin. I repent. I repent. And this day. And this day. Right now. Right now. I ask your son. I ask your son. The Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. I receive him. I receive him. As my personal. As my personal. Savior. Savior. So right now, so right now, I believe, I believe in my heart, in my heart, that Jesus, that Jesus Christ, Christ is the son of God, is the son of God, and he's been raised from the dead, and he's been raised from the dead, and I believe on him right now, and I believe on him right now, and receive him, and receive him as my personal as my savior, personal savior. I want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you, Lord. For receiving me. For receiving me. Into your family. Into your family. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. You, now, if you prayed that prayer with us, look at the bottom of the screen there. You see our website. You can send us an email. We want to know about that. We want to send you some materials. Because as I said a moment ago, this is not the end. It's just the beginning. When you That's come into right. the family of God, when you get born again, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you, you start right where you're, at, where you're at. You need to be in a good local church. Mm -hmm. You need to start reading a Bible uh, and have a Bible for yourself mm -hmm. and be around good fellowship of like-minded believers where they can pray with you and you can start growing and developing and start serving others. Because Jesus said, the greatest among you is the servant of all. Yes. And we're called to serve one another yes. when we come into the kingdom of God. Amen. In the body of Christ. So mm -hmm. praise God. So please let us know about that and uh, your prayer requests. We want to we want to be able to pray over them also. And again, if you're in the Portland metro area, come see us out in Tualatin at Abundant Life Family Church. And uh, <clears throat> if you live in another place, we'll try to help you if you contact us to get into a good local church wherever you may live. OK, mm -hmm. but as we go today, why don't we close out with a word of prayer? We want to pray over you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Father, today as we've you, taken this opportunity to be able to <clears throat> look at the word of God and look at the subject of charity. Father, as we pray for the audience today, we thank you today for that quickening mm -hmm. that not only they receive, but Father, we also, Father, as members of the body of Christ, receive, Father God, so we can grow and we can have it acted upon by being a doer of the word. And Father God, for those out there that have struggled with unforgiveness and struggled, Father, with whether it be family members or co-workers or neighbors, Father, we ask you to give every person there out there mm -hmm. wisdom by your spirit to know what to do on their part mm -hmm. and forgive and release and perhaps do something good for someone yes, that uh, you would quicken them to do. Thank and Father, you are the restorer of broken relationships. And Lord, we give you the praise, honor, and glory for helping every person out there today. And Father, you heal the brokenhearted, those that have been hurt and had damaged emotions by others that have offended and hurt them. Father God, may they receive of the Holy Spirit today yes. in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. and receive restoration, Thank Father you. God, and Father God, 
a quickening on the inside of them. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Well, God loves you. We love you. We trust this has been a blessing to you. It'll bless you as you walk it out in your own life. And we all get to do that. But until next time, keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and know that as we do the word and walk in love, our faith is in a position to exceedingly grow yes. day after day in our dependence upon God. Amen. Amen.